and welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja, aka GL, and on today's podcast, we're taking a bit of a left turn. Now, I call myself the Event Ninja, but what does event actually mean? So, you've heard me talk about Comic-Con, uh, Montreal Comic-Con, uh, Otakuthon, and so forth. Uh, we are in the month of uh, Otakuthon, sorry. And after that, obviously, DreamHack, Land RTS, and all the esports event and everything. I've explained uh, and I've revealed that I'm a wedding photographer. So basically, wedding events. I also do baptism and so forth. And I used to be in the nightlife, which is a different type of events. But on this particular podcast, I have back with me Jason from the Multiverse Podcast and Thoughts and Confessional. And we're going to be talking about food. Now, Food should be on YouTube or streaming or something like that. But no, you can actually talk about food. You can actually, if you can actually describe how you're feeling about food, well, guess what? You can talk about food. And what we're going to be talking about is the fact that Jason and I, we cook and how we got into cooking, how we love food, what food means to me, to us, what our go-to food, what are we working on as food, and obviously there's our food events happening in Montreal. We're talking about Poutine Week. We're talking about Montreal Table. We're talking about Burger Week that's coming up in September. Those are the different type of events. And after that, we talk about what does it mean to go to a restaurant and, and the food industry, what's happening to the food industry in the world right that we live in right now uh, because of the quarantine COVID situation that it's not finished yet. And what's our perspective behind it? What's our perspective? Uh, we give a few shout out to certain YouTubers that we really respect where they're trying to um, utilize their teaching and cook, sorry, at home also. And there's a lot of topics about food. We can go on and on. This is just an introduction. Uh, this is another division of my personality, right? So basically, uh, I love about food. So if you're ever on any of my feeds, you're going to see from my story that I visited certain places about food and cooking and I've made this, I've ordered this and so forth. Food is a very integral part of my life. So stay tuned. And welcome to back to the podcast, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. So. This is going to be unique because this is nothing about conventions. This is nothing about comics. This is about food. And you got really giddy when I said that we're going to be talking about food. I mean, what else in, in life do you are you supposed to love more than food? So number one thing is, ironically, I'm eating Jamaican patties by, by the Patty King that I picked up as, as my supper, my late, late, late supper. And you've mentioned to me that there's better out there. Well, tell I, me, oh, I don't tell I, me, Obi Wan. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not into the um, the store brand patties, not store, but the ones that you can pick up like in in grocery stores, you know, because I don't feel like you get the authentic, you know, patty taste, right? So for me, like, there's quite a few options. One that I'm actually I'm a big fan of, right? Well, two that I'm a big fan of right now. One of them is carrot patties. That's located in the south. Um, they got like I'm I'm a beef I'm a beef patty guy, traditional, right? But they got some okay. They got like oxtail. Ooh, uh, yeah, right, exactly. Oh, no, <laughs> that, that, that's just fire. That's just fire. Yeah, I know. 
it doesn't does make sense. I, I mean, I, I've yet to try because I'm such a traditionalist, but I'm gonna. But at the same time, I, I like to, you know, I like to be adventurous when it comes to food. But um, yeah, they have, like that one stood out, like in terms of what I wanted to order. But their beef patties are super good. Uh, the other one is is uh, actually it's it's Curry House. They have some pretty good patties as well. When you go there, and you can buy them in like in, in like dozens, like frozen and everything like that. Same thing when you go to Curry Patties. So I generally tend to go to the places where they actually make like you know the patties are actually made like homemade in shop there and uh you know uh that's how i usually roll because i find like the like for example like the Lloydies patties that you'll buy like which you know which i which which is how this talk actually started is because during covid i went to marche hawaii and liantai which is the asian uh market that uh that was good like it was uh that like i mean the line was small and everything, and I, so basically, I picked up a box containing Lloydy, right? And after that, you commented as like, "Oh, you could find better." I'm like, "Really?" It's like, "Tell me, Obi Wan." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because you know, I know, I know, I know your food game is is on top, right? You respect the art of food just like myself. Yes, you yes. know. So i i couldn't I couldn't be a good friend and and see you know you you see you posting that and knowing that. Out there, you're not doing your tapes, buds, any justice. I'm like, no, I cannot let you do this to yourself. But did and, you? But what's your review on on Lloydy? like the restaurants? So, ironically, hold on, that and I'm glad. I'm actually glad you like you actually you mentioned that because I was gonna talk about it because I've been to the restaurant. Um, I kind of discovered it late last year. I don't know how long. I went. I went open, to the new. Month. I went to the new outlet in, on Crescent. That's the one I went to as well. Okay. I didn't even know that there were restaurants. Uh, like there was there were there were restaurants before. Um, I think the other one is uh, located um, where is at it? the like plateau. The, uh, I think plateau, exactly. I think it's on Saviator or Fairmont. Yeah, or that's it. It's Saviator. I remember okay. the address. I was gonna go one day, one day, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just ended up at the one on Crescent. But ironically, the, the food is really good. Um, I did not buy a patty there, but like I did, however, try. Tried their oxtail. Um, I tried their. Um, they had like a, a like a straight up like veggie platter that's actually really good. I can't remember the name right now for the life of me. I, I had um, a bit of the cornbread. Oh, how did you like it? I liked it. A uh, very good like the, the chicken it, was good too. Yeah, so and I the mean, macaroni pie. Their macaroni pie was yes, good. The, I, I had a bit of the macaroni and and stuff like that. I I actually went there like I think. Two weeks after it opened and, and everything, because I, I wanted to be downtown, I wanted to try it out. A lot of people, and they they actually had something very special, like on Thursday or something. Like they had the drink menu and stuff like that. So it was, yeah, I remember they were promoting that. Yeah, it's true. So it is small, and let's be honest, they were catered because you're the fact that you're on the upper side of Crescent and stuff like that. You you're trying to aim for the university people, right? But the thing is, yeah, you know. When I think of Lloydy, I'm thinking of Mili Melo. I'm talking about Tropical Paradise and stuff like that. Like you know, the OG yeah. areas, like in my opinion, uh, obviously, and like everything that you just named, you know, like jerk chicken, oxtail, and like when I mentioned cornbread and stuff like that, and like the macaroni uh, and everything. That's to me is the the Caribbean vibe and everything, and like the soul food. Them, that I liked and everything. And when I actually saw a Lloydie, you know, Jamaican patty, I'm like, oh, okay. 
let me let me try this <laughs> non-corner sir Jamaican patty. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Ironically, I may be their patties. I, I think I'm gonna give the patties a try at the restaurant because who knows, right? Like it, it, it's probably not like maybe it's not the same. You know, done. You know, because obviously, like the ones that we're buying, like super mass produced. Um, not saying that things that are mass produced could lack could may not may always lack quality, but you know, I feel like you know there, there's probably a little there may there definitely will be a difference as opposed to if it was you know that attention paid to detail made in detail, right? Like you're you're you're, you're putting together with your hands and everything. So I, I'd be curious to try the patty in the restaurant because like I've known them for their patties and I did not know them for like actually having a restaurant and, and I learned a lot like actually when I went to the restaurant about like just the history behind like the the the, the chain and just the and Lloydy himself right as a, as, it's actually, as, a, person. Um, it's know, actually a person it's actually a person but the food of the restaurant was was surprisingly good so you know I'm just happy to see like a, a another I guess you can say you know a Caribbean restaurant that's like located you know in 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 a prime that's in a prime location like downtown cuz you don't really get you don't really see many of no, those because, right you usually got because when like, we think uh, OG town. stuff like we we would go to Codenage district right <laughs> exactly exactly and, you know but you know some nights you just you just want to be you're you're outside well i mean i don't know about now with everything with pandemic but generally speaking you know, we would just be downtown. You want to be outside going for a walk and then you feel for Caribbean, you feel for Caribbean food. You don't want to go all the way back to Codenez or, you know, La Salle or wherever else, right? You could stop there. Although there is also Mango Bay that's been a staple downtown for the longest time. That That's another option. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's actually pretty good. All right. You, you have your, you're voting yeah. for that. You, you get a check. They're getting a check mark uh, off of you. Uh, Mango Bay for me is the wings. Okay. Uh, like they have like this, they have like this man, like Caribbean mango, um, like style, like sweet and spicy wing. Like it's wings. Wait, wait, wait. Like what kind really of spicy? What kind? Wait, wait. <laughs> nah, it's like, you know, you know, you know, you know. I think you and I could probably handle yeah, spicy. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say when I say spicy, I'm I'm not talking like you know. Um, we're not we're not talking about know, sriracha maybe. and under. We're not talking about Tabasco sauce. It's like, ah, it's no. like lightweight, lightweight. Uh, uh, minimum, minimum, minimum Monero. habanero. Yes. So, <laughs> minimum. So what's funny, and this is the reason why I, I want to get into food because, yes, you know, I, I do photo shoots. I do events. We talk about the geek stuff. We talk about TVs. I had uh, Jew recently talking about the boys and everything. But, you know, each one of us that like we, we just mentioned, like, we love food. We love our food. And... Yep. As you know too, like you, your Instagram feed, uh, like your Instagram story is about cooking and stuff like that. You've seen like I post a lot about the food stuff and everything, and I cook too. And I went like during COVID when when you asked me specifically, hey, how much does does that gojuchan go 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 like? Let me pick up two for my boy. Drive all the way, the all the way from my house to like Saint Rose area. 
which yep, yep. which is basically double my gas <laughs> of the cost. Man, and, I appreciate and, that. And it's like, so much. yo, man, how how much would I spot you? Like twelve bucks. <laughs> but give give the guy some spice. Like I had I had to bring my boy. <laughs> um, Dude, I, I love it. Like up until today, like I'm still finding like so many different to use it. Right? It's like. I- I made um like a garlic uh like a, a spicy garlic like just like you know chicken bites like for example right like super crispy double fried yes, you know how we do yes. you know potato fried all that stuff we don't go around with that shit but with uh you know the gochu chang some honey some sesame oil some soy sauce you know some fresh garlic cut up in there like mix that together real quick man that was like it was heaven you just sprinkle that over the chicken shake it up. Man, that's so that gochujang has so much, like it, it it allows so much different um like creativity and variety. Even when I make like you know Korean fried wings, you know what I mean. You got your, you you you're leveraging the gochujang sauce because for it, that. it it has um, a lot of heat. But the but the yes. thing is, it it doesn't want you 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 don't want to <laughs> what I what I would say like it doesn't make you want to run for the bathroom, right? So basically, just like you mentioned, like the honey, the garlic, you add the flavor with the heat and everything. And that is very important to Korean culture, which is like they they love this type of sweet and heat. And which is like the number one stuff that I always love about them and everything. Especially like when you mentioned like like the fried chicken and everything. Like I'm thinking about Monami Korean. I'm thinking about... Oh my God, I love Monami. And you know... That was the last restaurant I went to right before COVID hit and the lockdown. I remember, like, you know, two friends of mine, like, just going there. And thank goodness we were able, we picked out, we picked out. And then, like, legit, maybe like two weeks later, everything was shut down. I was like, and, oh, thank and God, the thing God, is, God it's have. five massive, massive pieces for 20 bucks. And there's I no know. regret. And my biggest regret is actually, I had one friend with me. You had two friends. I had only had one friend. And it was me and him, two baskets with fries and we regretted it because the fact that we could have walked away with just one basket oh shoot because right, they're giant right. they're, they like when you talk about your money worth it's your money worth. but did you guys get did you just go for like the chicken or did you get like the full-on you know um you know you you went for the for 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 the bibimbap did you go for like the you know like the bulgogi, so i did like so everything. i did, did that after so my second round okay. with Morami was with a bit of I didn't go with the bibimbap. What I went with was what that that cheese thing, that hot cheese that they have on their on their mm. menu. Uh, I don't think I've seen it. So if you like cheese and you like hot, hot. they yes. they have this this particular thing on their menu. Uh, I the the name actually escaped me, but the thing is like it's a must have, and and that is. Is it like a raclette? Yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like the cheese, just it's like almost, a huge lump yeah, of hot, and, and it, it oozed out and everything. Um, very recommended, especially if you're you're obviously if you're lactose intolerant, too bad for you. Um, <laughs> but heat. And- I think I'm. I partially am, but at the end of the <laughs> day, you know what? Sacrifice you, must, you know what you mean. <laughs> you go. You you tough it out, man. You tough it out. <laughs> uh, but but I mean. Yeah, I had a few things after, like to, to try out, obviously, and other thing. Uh, like people recognize the bibimbap, but as you mentioned, the bulgogi or like the clear. There's also like the clear noodles too. Um, yep. 
yep. that I like. But obviously, the staple was the 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 big massive fried chicken, and obviously, you can oh, yeah, you sure. can you can get different stuff with it. And trust trust me, like the heat is there. Um, yeah, yeah, I I was like definitely pleasantly surprised with how how well because sometimes you know you get fried chicken and like you know they may not be it may not like really be like seasoned properly but i will say when it comes to at least i haven't been disappointed yet when it came to like eating at monami mm-hmm. um or any any like korean like man you know let, 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 let's let's be honest with ourselves you know black people we love chicken <laughs> right we love fried chicken. We love it's fried not chicken a racist too. thing it's you not know? a racist thing we, no 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 <laughs> Let's be honest with ourselves. People love yeah. chicken, you know. Let's be real. But I can tell you who I really appreciate. Like my favorite style of fried chicken, always it comes from the Korean community. Um, because like I just don't. I just love. It's simple, simple, simple seasoning, simple spices. It's minimal. But you know, because sometimes I don't know if you see like cooking shows, like when you're watching like a lot of southern, like you know, yeah. cooking. Man, it's so many different like spices and marinades they're adding to the chicken right yeah okay it's good but okay then you have to but, leave it in the fridge like, for like 12 12 plus hours and shit. Yeah, like hours. <laughs> when, when, you, when we're talking about korean fried like i just love the fact that it's, you don't have much to do yet the flavor is there it's all about like how you fry the double chicken. fry you gotta double fry that double stuff fry. and it's about the starch that you're using you're not using regular flour you know what I mean? You can use sweet potato starch. You can use rice flour. You can use corn starch. You can use regular potato starch. So, like, those are it's because of that. Like, I was able to kind of elevate my 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 like my cooking style like through Asian cuisine in general. Just like my 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 kick right now I'm on is like Thai Thai food. So, and even Thai influence. I like I made a lasagna last week. With strictly like you know Thai ingredients, like with you know obviously outside of the the actual pasta, you know the the tomato and the the ground beef, everything else that I put in there like the star anise, um, uh, fish oil, um, you know I put I put a lot of different things that you wouldn't expect. Gochujang actually in there as well. Ironically, I put a lot of things in there that you wouldn't you know really expect to marry those type of flavors, and it came out. It was like delicious. So. What inspired you to try the Thai? Um, I like okay. So there was this. It was this YouTuber actually. Um, she her name is Marion. She's half Thai, half Australian. Um, I just I came across like I was just looking for I was just looking for certain like specific meals one day. I wanted to try something different, right? Because uh, you know, I was already I was kind of on the the Korean kick. So I, I kind of like, vi- I wouldn't say let's master, visit but Asia. I, I so made, we're doing that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I made everything that I wanted to make. And um, the Korean stuff, it started because I don't know if how, like, I don't know if you have, have you ever heard of, of hot course. ones? Like what's so fun? Like, okay, like so I've been watching yeah. it and pe- see people die gradually. And what's yeah. funny is like at my previous workplace, we talked so much about Hot Ones when it was just on season three or something, right? Before it blew up yeah. what it is right now and everything. But we were talking so much about the hot sauces. And my uh, one of my coworkers actually annually, he doesn't eat it constantly. But once a year, he would replenish his hot sauce material. And he actually bought the last right. And he 
and he brought it to Ooh. work. So as a compromise, I brought some meatballs to absorb the 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 hot sauce because you need to eat it with something. You can't just eat. Well, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. Well, you can't just well, there are just, like Rachel you know, Ray decided to take it as a spoonful. I'm not game. Yo, are if you, you go nuts? back to Hot Ones, Rachel Ray, she take it by the spoon because she refused to eat the I wings because, like, she she eat drumettes, so she eat the drumettes. Yeah. So other people, like you know, if there's vegan, they'll make a vegan version and stuff like that and everything. Yeah, but I see that. Fine, sometimes. but when they serve her, um wings instead of drumette she goes i'll take one as is the rest of them i'm gonna just taste the sauce so she took spoonfuls of the sauce boss boss level Ooh. after that I after that uh master chef uh no no gordon no, no. gordon ramsay was funny as hell oh, no, but but uh yeah. no the girl um it was or master chef or orange chef i always mix them up but it's the girl uh uh, Pakshmi, uh, it, it's a, it escaped me. She's Indian. Uh, you know, I think her. I know what you're she about, yeah. also sip hot sauce here and there and stuff like Ooh. that. So those those people are boss level and everything. And obviously, when I've had my share of hot sauces too, and I've had my share of bath bathroom experience too, but but <laughs> when my my experience of of hot sauce is basically. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wing, uh, Buffalo Bill. Uh, their highest level is nine one one sauce. Yeah, I did that. I do that. Like, mm. I had regrets. I could not. I could not taste them. Yeah. After, like, I, 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 I was it that hard? Th- that's my mistake, right? When you're doing hot ones, you're expected to just last that particular thing and take the pain, and you're you're fine. I had the regret of yeah. ordering ten wings, basked in 911 sauce to the point where I did 20 of those and it wasn't that it long was ago. 10 or 20 <laughs> and my regret was the fact that there were drench in it right so at the fifth one yep. you're just you're numb oh you're numb oh I know I admit it like I, big, I was numb that was the biggest mistake that's uh, the fact that you're not enjoying food anymore Right, as, as, as two people, and I go back with why the reason why we're talking about this is the fact that to me, I love my event of food. Like I love like coming up in the next yeah. two, month and a half. The advertising is happening already. It's, uh, uh, uh Burger Week that's coming up, and I love the fact that you know restaurant out there. It it, it is advertising gimmick is the fact that you're going to try to top up a delicious burger that you're not going to serve on a regular basis. And sometimes at the end of it, it becomes your part of your menu. Like Burger Bar at Crescent, I love their burger naturally. I love their price point. I love the taste behind it. I, their wings their are good wings, too. Their mac and cheese. Uh, a lot of their stuff, super, super good. Now going back to hot ones, I did the hot one challenge at my at my work, and what's what's funny is the fact that a lot of onlooker coworkers like what hey what you guys doing? We're trying a hot sauce. You want in? Yeah, sure. They were screaming and moaning to the point like we had other coworkers coming to the kitchen. It's like guys, pipe down. People are trying to work here, and, and it's so hilarious how they were intaking the hottest wing sauce. I'm talking about John Bennett level to the dab level and everything and it was so funny and 
I kept on collecting hot sauces because of it. And, and, <laughs> and, and some of them are regret. Some of them, like, like you mentioned, like mandatory, you want heat, habanero. At least at the habanero, you're getting a bit of flavor behind it, right? Of course, yeah, it's a little fruity flavor. Exactly. So basically, you got mango habanero. You get you got all those like nice little yeah. blend and everything, and which I appreciate, and I appreciate obviously heat behind it. Um, and to me, like it, it, at the end of it, it's like it's always an event, right? It's like oh, who gets the best hot sauce? I always invite a lot of people, and I, obviously, there's the mild and there's the hot. And when you make a very good barbecue hot sauce, like behind as a marinade or coating oh. and whatever it is. People talk about yeah. it. So you got the, your Memphis rub and stuff like that. And I like to introduce those stuff because obviously because of your background, food fills the soul and food to me is a very big event. Like I always like we, we've done it. Like, you know, we, we went to Sin's Barbecue. We it's, it's an event and stuff like that. Obviously, I was the grill, the, the impromptu grill master by, the, <laughs> by default. <laughs> so, you know, you're there and everybody's concerned about the grill master. It's like, yo, are you okay? You need any help? Like, because everybody's concerned how how the food's going to turn out and everything. Because um, you, you got to respect the pit master and the grill master and stuff like that. And, you know, it brings a lot of joy to see a lot of people go into the food, which, you know, it's very inconvenient Absolutely. right now because of COVID and everything. It's the number one prime thing that we have to watch out for is like the food industry and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, Hot Ones, I love the show uh, and everything. And right now, what's interesting, like they're getting some repeat guests coming in like the, the guy from mad versus yeah, food T-Pain. came back twice now tipping yes. no, he just went back last uh episode last week and he literally <laughs> died it, it was like worse this time than it was for him yeah the first but time i've tasted the bomb and that's the worst shit ever i have major regret taking the bomb there's no flavor there's no flavor that's what you're saying it's just see uh i'm with you on that like Back in the day, I used to refuse to eat like spicy, not because I couldn't handle it, but because like I was always like, why do I want to mask the flavor of the food? Until I realized that, you know what, you can blend them, you know, you can blend things if like, you know, perfectly so you can enjoy not just the spice, but also enjoy the flavor. Um, I get what you meant about the buffalo wings, um, the, the 911, because I did, even though I was able to handle it. I couldn't deny the You lost your taste. You, you know, lost your taste. After a while, you, you, you're not tasting anything. Like, my wife tried one. No, she didn't try one. She <laughs> bit into one. And she, like, legit threw it back at me and said, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know let me eat it. Um, but actually, the reason yeah, why where's I Where's your inspiration one, um, for the Thai stuff? stuff and you were mentioning. Yes. So, circling back to that, Sean Evans had interviewed this Korean. Um, well, originally, she was a gamer. And then she became like a, a, a chef. Her name is Manchi. Um, and watching Manchi, like, you know, um, like just the way she cooks and how how she's into the, the meals, I started following her page and started making like different um, Korean influenced meals that she made. And then from, you know, after I finished my kind of the, the Korean, the journey that I was on there, that's when I decided to go like go the Thai route. And finding um, Marion from Marion's Kitchen, uh, her she 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 had some amazing stuff um, as well. And I, I like the fact a lot of her food not just it's not just strictly Thai cuisine. She'll have Thai, but then she'll also kind of like introduce Thai flavors 
into, let's say, Western food, right? So, um, like for example, like I did like a fried chicken, um, like it was a, it was like a, a a fried chicken. However, the fried chicken itself, like everything that was even like down to the marinades, everything was like Thai influence. We're talking about like fish oils. We're talking about like um, the the Thai the you, red Thai you, chilies. Are you getting you know, inspired garlic, by everything. Marion's food channel because of Mama Noi? No, no, but Mama Noi is pretty cool, though. That's her mom. That's that's the reason. Because I'm very finicky about those fusion gimmicks, you know, like... you know, it's me too. Me too. Because Shut it's me. it feels like a gimmick. It feels like whitewash, right? It's like Caucasian wash. Sorry, uh, it, it, because it's like we want to grab you your money, uh, but like we want to stay true to our roots. It's like here's the blend, and it's a very mixed bag. That I feel like having that fusion. I feel there. I feel there. I, I, you know, I, I'm just just sorry to interrupt, but like I feel there are restaurants that do that, and I agree with you. However, like I like with her, I always felt like she because she's using those flavors that let's let's be honest, most like Caucasian people are not fans of. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like, you know, you know, fish oil is super pungent. Fish sauce is like super pungent. It's not something that any like people can generally stomach or use in their cuisine. We're talking about lots and lots of garlic. You know what I mean? We're talking about like red Thai chilies, you know, like she actually uses those things that. So I I don't think at least at least I could say from my experience of like, you know, um, just watching like her, um, she hasn't like. I don't think she caters yeah. to another. She's Which caters to what she loves. You know what I mean? And she's also half white, right? So she's half Australian. So it, it kind of makes sense that, you know, she wants to marry it into things that, you know, yeah. kind of like yeah. both cultures, I guess, for her, you know, but um, without sacrificing the integrity behind like what she, like her mom, Mama Noy at that point, yeah. like what she, but I also you know, like the fact that her, like, fusion does happen and, due to lack of ingredients too, right? So, depending on where you are and what your background or what you have as accessible. So just like, you know, depending on how you live, you might not be able to have a huge pot or a big kitchen. So basically sometimes I, myself, when like, for example, I make ever since my Japan trip, when I came back, I really wanted to make ramen from scratch. And basically uh, like the real ramen master like you have to make your own noodles you have to the broth is 12 hours long i'm like i'm not gonna look at my freaking kitchen for 12 hours long and 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 broth that but true respect is to do it but thing is now with the instant pot and all that craze i made something very comparable to it like it still takes (laughs) me 12 hours but the end result is like three hours uh, no, one and a half hour for the chasu. Then after that, you leave in the fridge for six hours to marinate with the sauce. And then the next day, you're good for it. Now, the broth takes me three hours versus six six or 12 hours and stuff like that. Like, it, it, it does cut a bit of the time. But the thing is, you won't get to the authentic part. But the thing is, you get at least a bit of touch of the of where it came from, like, you know, versus instant and whatever there is, Of obviously. Uh, but at least it gets pretty damn close to it. So I mean at least, huh? I appreciate that. Yeah. So I no, I appreciate I, and, and, that. And obviously, I don't have the pasta maker ch- cutter and stuff like that. So I I do go to the grocery store to try to buy the most authentic Japanese noodles and stuff like that. But the thing is, I've 
went the whole nine yards on it too. Like I, I bought one of those noodle strainers, not your typical strainers, like, um, and everything. It's like the noodle strainers, like the, the, the one that has the deep pocket and where like, it makes you feel like if you're like, uh, a ramen master, I actually got a Japanese bowl versus a, a Vietnamese bowl. Cause the Vietnamese big bowl for the pho and everything that's deep broth, right? It's like all about the, 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 the broth and everything. Cause it's much more deeper. Whereas a ramen bowl, it's much more shorter. It's wider and short. Uh, so that you can see it up. Yeah. You remind me of my, like, you remind me of myself just listening to you. Cause I realized like we're, we're, we're very like, uh, similar when it comes to food and not just down to, you know, quote unquote, people would say gadgets, you know, cause I know, I remember when you got blow, the blowtorch, I'm like, dude, I just got one. Like legit just got one. You know what I mean? Um, and just, you know, but we pay attention to detail, you know, when it comes to not just, you know, but, cooking the but food, but how the food see, is served Pete, as well. I, I was really you know questioning I mean? about the blowtorch, right? Cause am I just going to buy it for just the charcoal, the meat? And people are like, yo, Creme brulee. I'm like, I'm not into freaking creme brulee. It's like, that's, no, 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 no. I don't care about the creme brulee part. I care more like, okay, I can yeah. maybe transition to like a mac and cheese and, you know, your blowtorch at the top part, and, which is, you know, very yeah, legit stuff. But after that, the reason why I bought the blowtorch, as you mentioned, and it's 20 bucks, it's, it's like, it's not the end of the world, right? Um, it's no. when I use, so Chasu is. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned chasu again. So Remind chasu me afterwards. Is, I'm going to circle back. People to that. make it with pork belly. I make it different. I make I use a pork shoulder instead. Pork shoulder? How did I know you were going to pork shoulder? I try it with the pork <laughs> belly. And in order for you to get proper cut pork belly, you need to go to a real butcher. Because the real butcher will leave you at least a lot of lean meat behind it. Yeah, IGA or whatever it, like, there is, like what you get is 50, get 50 to 60% fat. fat. Yeah. And you and that's disgusting. Like yeah. you need the fat for the flavor, but too much of it is no bueno. Uh, no, it's not. Like yeah. when you, you're stuck with just and, like a And so basically I like use that, pork shoulder. You know I mean? so, so you roll it up, you you do the marinade, you do the instapot, it's super tender. And the problem is the fact that once you cut the slice, you put it into a toaster oven or anything, you can put it on the toast or you can put 350 for 18 minutes and stuff like that, but it dries out and it becomes uneven and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. a lot of people use the blowtorch instead. So with two minutes on the blowtorch, you get the crispy side and whatever there is. You get a bit of uh, warmth and everything, but after that, obviously, your broth, your hot broth, is supposed to warm up the the chasu. So that's why I want it at the end, and like it, it pans out. So basically, instead of waiting uh five minutes for the toaster oven to heat up to three fifty, after that, you have to spend another ten to eighteen minutes to actually have the meat warm up and stuff of like that. It's like three to four minutes with the blowtorch, you're done, you're you're good to go, and and you can do it one piece at a time, and you're you're Ooh. you're you're you're, you're Perfectly fine with that. So to me, twenty bucks investment, super good. <laughs> but but what I agree, what I hate I like, with it is just like photography is like, oh, I only need this one gadget to do with this, and like, like you're good. And I was like, no. The minute that <laughs> I bought the blowtorch, no, it's a deal breaker now. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it yeah, when I do exactly. inside out grilled cheese. I'm gonna use it for Trust me, yeah, you know, I make it I like I, 
like I have moments of inspiration. Sometimes I'll even look it up and say, "Hey, because your immigrant background, have your dad, uh-huh. have your parents, like you know, you bought that for nothing, right? You're all you. It's just like your toys. It's <laughs> like you used it once and you toss it over and it's yeah. somewhere in a drawer. It's like you're gonna oh, use this. You're gonna, you're gonna use. use you're gonna use this damn blue toy. That's the bottom line, right? That's the bottom line. That's the that that's the reason. Like before, I bought it. Like I'm already like just just like you mentioned, grilled cheese. Uh, stuff like that. You don't want to over pan it and stuff like that. It's like use the blowtorch. Do it very very quick. It's gonna melt. It's very effective and stuff like that. Obviously, we're talking like <laughs> grown ups, master chef, and everything. No, no. It's just like we care. We care about our food. Yeah. No. That's it. That's it, really. And it's funny. I just want to circle back to the chasu because, ironically, um, would you believe me when I say I actually just discovered that this year, chasu pork, when I went to Trinidad on top of that, right? Because um, my, 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 my father, when I went down, I was down there like in December to January. Um, and he has like, he, this, like one of his favorite restaurants, one of the like high, better, like higher, higher class or some better known restaurants in Trinidad. It's called town. Um, it's Asian influence, obviously, uh, cause there's a lot of Chinese people that, that live in Trinidad. Um, and they've, they, it's very, like in terms of authenticity, um, it's, it's really, they really keep things traditional, right? Um, and ironically, like, like I said, the first, like my dad's favorite, uh, his, his favorite meal is the chai soup pork in general. And like, I've never, Chinese, I've never, that's a Chinese ever, chai soup like, pork, right? known about it. Okay. So the Chinese chai soup pork yeah, is made Chinese with, uh, sirloin. Um, and... yeah, it's a sort it's a pork short sirloin, oh, is it sirloin? versus okay, a pork, I... like, like versus a shoulder. Cause a shoulder, you get the crispy uh, shoulder one. And so the, normally, I use a sirloin cut for the chashu, because the the Chinese chashu is marinated differently than the pork chashu from from Japan and stuff like that. So you get a different flavor, different cut, um, and, and everything. Uh, and that, I'm not surprised, right? Japanese flavors and the, and the, the method, the methodology behind like marinating and the food itself is completely different from like. I would say, yeah, know, yeah, like and from, my inspiration. From, from the Chinese, so from you the, mentioned yeah. Marion uh, Food Channel, and what's funny is the fact that one one of her all time viewed one is how to make Chinese chasu pork that I'm looking at and everything. Um, but the other influencer ah. of my like I've been following to make my Japanese cuisine is uh, just one cookbook, uh, and sh- she's. Japanese uh, descent and, and and stuff like that, and she does very effective from scratch and stuff and stuff like that. And you learn, huh? Namiko Chen, I right? Think so Namiko Chen, just one, yeah, cookbook. Uh, yeah, Nami, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's like, I made yeah. a few of her stuff. So basically, I've made um, the curry from scratch uh, with the curry uh, roux from scratch also because I'm trying to like the advantage Mm. for any cook is the fact that you're the one that's controlling the ingredients right so you are that's what I tell everyone about like even if I could feel guilty about (laughs) I made like the heaviest meal on the planet like no joke I can I can take solace in the fact that exactly what you just said 
I'm controlling everything. And I don't mean like I'm organic and it's coming right from the farmer market. No, I'm just, I'm not cons- the one no. who's controlling the salt, which is the number one flavor thing that you want to control. Exactly. I'm also the one that's controlling the sugar because I still follow a keto diet style. So I make sure that it's very low carb. And, and one of the problems okay. is everything is filled with sugar. So I use... Yeah. Uh, erythrol, monk fruit substitute, and uh, stevia and whatever there is uh, in order to swing the sauces, as we mentioned, with the gogochuchan and stuff like that. But I use the alternative, which is just as good. You just need to figure out the alternative. And there's a lot of people out there that decided to experiment with the alternative. So basically... And and I guess guess you got to learn about the quantities too, right? Of what you're putting... Um, in terms of the authorities themselves, because um, that's one thing I think a lot of people don't take the time to really. Well, okay, I should be one to talk because like, if you're asking me about like actual measurements, like I don't really follow Baking measurements for to. the most Baking part, unless like to. I'm following a. Uh, oh, okay. Well, my wife is the baker, like. She, and she's amazing at it. Me baking, right, like right. don't don't ever ask me to do that shit. Like I, I hate it. I oh, hate I it. Yeah, I hate no, that. No. I hate. I make dough. the simple stuff. Like, like I made, I just made uh, double fudge low carb brownies, which I'm gonna probably bring you one whenever we we Ooh. hook up with Sin again uh, for recording. But uh, yeah, baking, I have my limits. I do cookies. I do. Uh, I've done bread before, low carb bread. Uh, with uh, coconut flour oh, and 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 flaxseed and Phyllis uh, husk uh, and everything, because uh, you know I you know you train also at the gym and we all know and every fitness people out there yeah. will tell you no matter what it is especially bodybuilders strong men uh, fitness people it's all about the diet seventy percent of this diet. They say 80? Of course. Okay. 80, 80% they say, right? I think it's like, yeah, I they say, say 70. Well, I've heard uh, 80. Like, the reason I say it's 70, 20, 10. 10 is the recovery. Ten, you need your sleep. You need to <laughs> okay. your tissue and stuff like that. I like that. That's very true. No, no, that, that's very true. Like a, a good night's sleep is necessary in order for, yes. like, you know, yeah. just for overall good is, health. It right? goes so, back with yeah, the food, right? So basically, um, I... In order for me to get physically fit, I spent one year worth on cooking. What do I like to eat that I won't get bored? What do I know? What can I cook efficiently in order to meal prep? Mm-hmm. People say like, oh, you got to spend time for meal prep. It's like, yo, man, it's four hours, two hours of cooking, two hours of washing dishes. I <laughs> That nukes my Sundays. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, like in all honesty, I think people just look at it the wrong. Well, they look at it, they look at it the wrong way. They're looking at it. It's they're looking at four hours, but guys, it's four hours allocated to one. If you day. spread it out to five days, which is at, one hour know, each for the rest, it, it's it's equal to the exactly. same thing, right? And people don't get the perspective because you you nuke one day, but the thing is, if you weren't doing That's that, it. guess what? You were gonna nuke it for an hour and a half or an hour doing it. Doing watching Netflix or whatever, you know what I mean. Meanwhile, you could put on TV, watch yeah, a show, whatever, time, while you're like, milking at the same time. Something like, or if you're... exactly or listen to a yeah, podcast, exactly. you know, so, while meal prepping. <laughs> it's seventy, well, seventy or eighty percent food, and that's that's where I went, and I start learning on 
like I'm not. I used to be super hardcore where I would go to a restaurant and it's like, what, what can I cheat at this particular restaurant and still respect my diet and everything? Obviously, I ran to two years worth of misery doing that because you can go to a steakhouse and you can say like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm just going to uh, eat uh, the steamed vegetable and have my um, sirloin steak or the New York cut and with extra butter because you're on keto and stuff like that. And you feel, you might feel satisfied and, and, and yep. quote unquote and everything. But you know for a fact that if you were at home and did the same thing, you would get bigger portions of that and some of that. And when you're actually out, you don't you don't quote unquote feel like justifying what you just paid. Like I've done, I've went so far to actually when when keto diet was a fad, but I came in before the fad happened, and I start punching in to McDonald's and say, "Give me a hamburger without the bun," and they serve it to me on a pancake tray and they looked at me freaking funny and it's like yo what is this <laughs> because because it's a process for them right it's like wait a minute what happened to the bun and me taking that little mechanical onion thing it's like no he didn't want any bun on this thing it's like what is this frankenstein and it's like that's how you just yep. ruin quote unquote ruin a, a, a burger like your childhood burger and stuff like that I I won't I won't mind doing it to Five Guys because Five Guys Burger is still good if you do the it, even if you do the lettuce oh, wrap thing and I think it's more beneficial because a double burger from Five Guys is super super heavy by by natural self and it's worse if you actually order fries because they don't care how much fries you actually get. <laughs> I was about to say like like I don't even know why they have the sizes when you're ordering fries like yeah because the they just like saying like a small fry or a medium or whatever because. To them, it's one scoop or two scoop, right? (laughs) But I think it's how big the scoop comes in and everything. Oh, man, you're making me miss five guys. I haven't had that like in forever. We talk about the cooking. We talk about events and everything. Uh, So we have Burger Week coming up. Do you visit Burger Week? So I've never visited Burger Week. Ironically, though, like this. Yeah, Poutine Week, of course. Like Poutine Week, like I like I, I used to do it religiously. Festival. Um, and then the Poutine, um, I, the Poutine Fest that they would That's have. Yeah, they would have at the old port. Um, man, it's it is, but at the same hey, time, they I me still a, they and I agree me a, with you. A buck or two for four one time at the West Island. It's like, oh damn! Bring your uh, own, bring your own I, forks, I, baby. I got you a know? bit <laughs> shit. A bit peeve on, on that, but. If it's for a foundation, it's all like fine. I didn't. I didn't feel like obligated, but I'm like, okay, fine. I really need to, to to get that fork business. After that, there's also that Marche Sahadat. Uh, remember, off the Dakari Highway, there's this nice, colorful warehouse. Uh, off the, off the forty, connecting to the Dakari Highway. Yeah, I know that. I know that area. Yeah, the, right now they're like building. Uh, I think uh, like a yeah, whole, yeah. New but last or whatever year, around there, but I know exactly they what decided about. to yeah. gut the entire place out, make it hospitable because it used to be a warehouse and stuff like that, and made the food truck thing indoors. So you, so you had the normal food truck. So you had oh, the normal food truck at the Olympic Stadium that. every Friday and stuff like that, obviously. And but yeah, remember, they yeah. also had a specific food truck thing inside that warehouse thing. There was a very selective thing. And they had it for the weekend oh, okay. also. Like I think it was out of two days and everything. I went. 
it was better than the poutine fest i can tell you that for a fact but obviously to me food truck Whoa. itself is a scam quote unquote yeah because it's a bit much right it's, it's gimmick it is gimmicky, it's gimmicky. It is that's gimmicky. what it is it's just about the gimmick uh but back to the burger, the burger week though. There's one burger though. I'm I'm looking at it now. I saw it last week um, from Paolo and Suzanne. And it's and called their the marketing orgasm is burger. so good on like, their Instagram. You, yeah, it's the fact that every tile right now, it's like here's the I ingredients know. that's just gonna make you go wow on it and and everything. Um, and I can't wait for the event because it's poutine week and burger week. That to me, it's like I have to have at least one of it. And after that, if I get two or three. It's Montreal. It's Montreal. That's what I mean, it, it did expand the to the other you know cities I mean? and everything. No, I know, I know, but that's what it. That, but the to origin, me, like that, that's the what origin. made it. Like that's that's why I used to look for a Montreal, yeah. a Montreal summer. You know what I mean? Was all about the food, right? All about the different, like the the the, the festivals. Um, and you know, unfortunately, this year, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have like the festivals. But it's good to see that there's somewhat. A bit of uh, of normalcy, I could I could say, with you know, them reintroducing yeah. like you know Burger Week at this point in time. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, like who knows? You know, maybe it helps it helps you discover new places. You know what I mean? And yes. that's that's part of the adventure when it comes to food, right? Like you know, just just discovering the unknown. You know, uh, like this week you're gonna try that. You may try that orgasm burger next week. You know, it might op- your palate might open up to. Like I've seen it. I'm not a big fan of like I don't like. Do you know like banana pizza? Like they have like that for like Haitian food. Basically, it's like plantain, but it's like super hard. Um, usually, when you go to a Haitian restaurant, they give you like a piece of plantain with instead it, of the fries, um, or they just smash but, it. But like I've seen like burger. Yeah, okay. They smash it exactly. It's like smash exactly it. Um, I've seen burgers made with just like you know the patty and then. Sandwich between hey, two plantains. That, and stuff I, like I've that. had a ramen. So I really love to see the creativity. Yeah, dude. Like I've seen, I've seen, I haven't had one, but I've seen, like you know, obviously, you know, being someone who loves watching food as well, um, you know, I've seen, I've seen them, like you know, in the making and stuff like that, and like it always looks interesting. So what? What's the what's the verdict behind it? Too gimmicky or is no? No, it, it worth, wasn't worth, worth it. I can tell you that you know. for a fact. But it wasn't bad. Like I've had bad burgers and it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good for what it is. Now the worth it component and stuff like that, that's a bit iffy. So as I mentioned with the five guys that have no regret behind it, it's because like, so my top pick are always, um, so Paolo and Suzanne last year got uh, judges. I'm on their website right now. Judges choice for La Bamba, for the Burger Week. And I've had it. Okay. It's pretty good. And um, let me see. What was that burger? What was that one? No. It had, I think, onion rings and hot sauce or something like that. Um, oh, okay. And, and everything. But I I also like, when, when Burger Week actually started, they, uh, Burger Bar Crescent was the winner. And they had the hangover burger, which is the poutine on a burger. So basically, Ooh, it's wait. basically your normal beef patty burger. And it's I think it's a quarter ounce burger with all the trimming and everything. And they 
before the bun, the top bun happened, they add your fries, gravy, and cheese on on it and everything, and that's your burger and everything. And I love their fries. I love how they prepare burgers and everything because the fact that I'm not into the... Their wings are good. Yeah. At Burger so Bar, my, ironically, their wings are pretty good. My the bu- the concept bu- of a burger, I don't like smash burgers. I like... I made it's a concept. It's a, it's a style and it's concepts and stuff like that. I like it. It's, it's, I think the idea behind it, yes. the more it, it's yes. it's super fast. That's one. And secondly, it's the it's 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 basically you know the 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 the, the caramelized edges that you get from it, and you know like the, putting the cheese on it. Like I actually made one. I made them like a few weeks ago, and like they cater to some people because my my wife. She she's not a huge fan of like juicy burgers, you know what I mean? Like she's she it's not her thing. So like even Angus burgers stuff like so it's that. It's a lean burger. That's, that's definitely not. So it's her a lean burger. Um, but ironically, she likes a lean. Exactly, she prefers a lean burger. And I made the smash burgers just out of fun, you know, just to see. Okay, let me let me give this a shot. Um, actually, because because another guy I follow, you, uh, another YouTuber, is uh, his channel is called Not Another Cooking Show. Um, pretty good stuff. Uh, a lot of Italian-based meals, but he he tried, you know, um, a sma- he's tried smash burgers. Super simple ingredients, salt, pepper, that's it. You smash your burger, that's it, that's all. Like, and the wife, she couldn't get enough of it. So, like, just based off of that, I'm like, okay. You know, and I tried, and I actually liked it as well. So, it added a different dynamic to your traditional, you know, like, we're talking about, like, juicy patty that we're making there. But, you know, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. That's for sure. I like the. Oh, why don't the you? Juicy, why, why aren't I, you? I like the the stuff that is missing, which is the juicy, thick patty, eh? and and just and just like, you know, I get it. You know, burgers and steak and everything. I like my my beef meat medium rare, right? You know, um, now medium I, rare. I'm okay, okay with a well done burger too, because you know you get what you can and everything. I don't like a dry burger, and a dry burger typically depending on the meat and the cut and stuff like that might happen. And that's what I find that's missing in a um, smash burger sometimes, right? So you you mentioned the rim is char properly, caramelized properly. But then after that, like it's everything is well done. So basically I, so the only way that I actually like the smash burger is what do you add with it, right? So it's all, so is it one of Uh those, um, so the other stuff that I like, which is like, you know, caramelized onions, shrews, portobello, or Onion, cheese matters, or is, is it, yeah, yeah. um, that's a, that's a very so good. So I'm a Monterey too. Jack. Uh, Avardi, depending on blue cheese, depending. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm also a huge fan that, of blue cheese. It's awesome um, too. Obviously, there's two important things that I always like that I was always going to go for. And I got introduced by uh, M-Burger back in the days where M-Burger was one of the most expensive burger that I ever tried because they charge you by the ingredients to make your burger. So, I, But obviously, you can oh. go as far. And they actually have a $100 burger uh, with the truffle and what's not behind it and the goal, the goal shaving and what's not. But what's funny is the fact that number the number one thing that I always uh, like and 
um, Burger Bar also has it on their burger called the Boss Burger, is a sunny side up egg on your burger. Exactly. So oh, yeah. any places I, I that like actually that. has a sunny side up egg as an option for the burger, that's my number one choice. Now, obviously, if it's a new territory, a, <laughs> a new burger place, me and my nephew from Toronto, we have a number one rule, which is how good is your regular burger? If you cannot make a regular burger good, to me, the rest of the other burger don't count. Then you guys absolutely yeah. understand because it's all about the fundamentals. So you, you can't you can't expect to you know essentially go all out if your exactly. your basic you know like, meal like, or your your basic, you know requirement is not met. Like so I don't I like 100% so going back to that. you know food events and stuff like that. Sure, Burger Week and Poutine Week is quote unquote a gimmick because you know you have a chef that tried to combo this in and everything. Like for example. La Belle Tonquinoise uh, had a kimchi poutine. It was very interesting, uh, in my opinion. Um, it doesn't equate to good, though. Was it good? I enjoyed Sorry. I enjoyed it. Okay, I can't, I can't, like, I can't picture. It's, some, it's somewhere, it's somewhere. Uh, it has bite. It has bite. And, um, and it's, it's all yeah. right. Like I've had, I've had different type of poutine before. Like last, was it? No, this year's poutine. I had one terrible poutine from this Japanese restaurant uh, that I had a meal with, and then on the same night, because I I split my portion with my other nephew and nieces, we actually drove all the way to Palo and Suzanne for their poutine. So I need to recover oh, yeah. with you an need to OG recover. poutine. You need to, you need to damage it. After that. Um, yeah, yeah. Saying, the, you know, what's your go-to huh? go poutine at uh, Paolo and Suzanne? Um, what's your go-to poutine there? It's the one with the... Okay. Me, I'll give you two. Okay, that's very good. The Philly cheesesteak one. That's one of my favorites, and the other one. It, this one was only it was only available temporarily. I don't think they ever did it again. It was like a Southwest uh, poutine, so they use like the, the same Southwest sauce that they put like in uh in the burger or in in mm-hmm. um in like their hot dogs or whatever. Like they would put that in the poutine with ham with a hamburger with hamburger meat chopped up and everything like that. Oh my god, that was like <laughs> heaven. Uh, I think. I think I got right, the pogo I one. Like I think I got myself so last year's, ecstasy. last year's um, poutine week thing was with the one with um, the the popcorn chicken, and I've had that particular version oh, already okay. at uh, the 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 Dirty Dogs. So I had it at Dirty Dogs already. It's not bad. Um, so looking at their poutine menu, menu, my, and they have a lot, the fajita is good. I've had the burger extreme, by the way. Mm. So that's, so that's the burger. I think I had surrounded with poutine and it's just drenched. Yep. Yeah. And then I had the Zuma. I'm a sucker for anything that has guac. Yes. Really? That's the one thing I'm not 
crazy because I haven't really ever? been crazy about avocados uh. um, ever. Like only there are to- like it's super rare where you'll get me to get like I do love myself some tacos, so don't get me wrong there. So like once in a while, if mm-hmm. I really feel like it, I'll add some guac to it. But to be honest, I'm not. You know what my problem is? Um, when it comes to food, sometimes the consistency is 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 a factor for me. Um, I just don't like the like so like tomatoes is one thing I'm not a huge fan of. But like depending on how it's cooked, like raw tomatoes, I can't eat it. I hate it. Like I just don't like the texture. Um, same thing for some reason for guacamole, like for avocados, okay. I'm not a fan of the texture itself. So I think that's what kind of throws me off. Um, but you know, as you get older, like you know, you try like your 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 mm-hmm. your palate. I think kind of expands. Like now, I can eat like tomatoes, like raw okay. tomatoes, but like I'm chopping them up like super small. You know what I mean? And I can mix them in, and like I realize, you know, it it, it does add it does add something to whether mm-hmm. it's like your salads or your meal or whatever that you're cooking. It does benefits to it. I'm not there yet for 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 the avocados. Av- the avocado thing, to like to me, you give me anything with avocado, I'm there, like guaranteed. Like your burger has avocado, I'm grabbing <laughs> that. Um, I spent ten dollars on really? guac. Like my favorite Mexican restaurant in Montreal is Le Roi du Taco on Jean-Talon, uh, or El Rey del Taco, basically. They're on DoorDash, and I was very happy to actually grab them for one of my DoorDash uh meals and everything um they make their they make their tortilla fresh they make sorry they didn't deliver to your yes they did they didn't deliver to your place yes like where you're at now yes. and you said hey, they're on I've ordered... holy i'm always here dude like i've been ha- i was on like a mexican like i've been craving mexican this week like haitian and mexican this week i got haitian food today so i'm happy for that but i've been craving mexican but I'm. We have I nothing surrounding us. Want to order not- like you know Uber? No, I do. Hey, three, so many like, three amigos reason, and Carlos and Pepe week, don't count. So many popped up in. <laughs> no, dude. No, I don't. No, 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 no. Like around me, I have like this spot called Tacochon. Um, I have like so many Mexican places. But what I'm afraid of, and it happens to me some like the minute I go and I get like I pick up like tacos or whatever, and I leave. And I start like let's say for example before I even get home and I start eating if I start eating it like while driving yep. which is probably not the smartest thing yep. we're talking tacos here full of all ingredients all that but it starts getting soggy right away so I'm always afraid to order it and by the time it gets to me you know oh, what I mean okay You're, wait you, you don't wait have wait comes out like everything's just, you know if you know, there's no such thing as a hard taco shell in yeah. Mexico eh? okay so, so. yes I know what you mean I know I know but I do like. I do. I okay. I do like so, the the high El, El Rey del Taco. Okay, so w- for Paolo and Suzanne, I've had the La Diablo League, which is what they've had for their poutine week, which is hamburger, Angus, uh, cheese, Philly cheese, steak, onion ring, jalapeno, uh, hot peppers, uh, pepper sauce, and su- uh, Southwest sauce. So they were on the top five for poutine week. Mm. Uh, I've had. Uh, what you had, which is the Philly bomb, and my other last favorite is the Three Little Pigs. So the Three Little Pigs is pepperoni, bacon, and hot dog. Uh, so I like meat. 
So I, I, I so like we'll toss it. that I in. like it already. Okay. Um, and everything. Now, yeah, for El Rey del Taco, uh, so the, the king of tacos, everything is made from scratch. So they have they make their own tortilla. You can buy a set of tortilla to go from home. It's corn flour and stuff like that. They make their own salsa from fresh. They make their own guac from fresh. And when you're at the restaurant, i.e. pre-COVID, post-COVID, soon, and stuff like that, you can have fajitas and you order mm. by the pound. Uh, kilogram, sorry. So you can have a quarter, half, one full kilogram, and you make your fajita from scratch. And they bring enough uh, fajita, uh, tortilla um, bread for you and stuff like that so that you can make it and you wrap it. And trust me, worth the money and everything. Now, for tacos, um, very important is that you get four tacos, four or three, I forgot, of their selection of tacos, and obviously everything is super good. So the carnitas is marinated properly, al pastor and everything. And carnitas, obviously, yeah, chicken. Al pastor, that's um, that 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 that's, that's oh, oh I, thought that was, I thought I, that I was I thought that was uh, was pork. Polo, uh, polo, yeah. po, polo. No, is, I just uh, learned chicken. about it like, recently. Uh, from, uh, el pastor. Pollo is chicken. That's right. Yeah, it is pork. There's always the carnita and the pork. Yes. Uh, but so basically, but yeah, no, it's soft shell. Well, not soft. There's no shell. It's soft tortilla. And usually, a um, it's not overdone, right? So basically, if something's crispy and after that, you have your oil that's dripped in, that's where you're going to get into trouble, right? So I've, I've received... Uh, so when I ordered from uh, the King of Tacos, I've, I ordered a burrito. Because the burrito included the guac and the rice and and, and everything, uh, my niece had the tacos. No, she had the quesadilla. My nephew had the tacos, and the taco was delicious because the fact that the marinade under the sauce and everything did not drip and did not sog up your tortilla. So that's the that's what yeah, and there you go. obviously that's actually any meal, right? So basically, if you order. You, you add the lime. Do you, yes. do you usually like add lime to your tacos? I add lime, oh, okay, and perfect. obviously, and you know I have Tabasco about. sauce. Oh, well, I, or or a hot sauce. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. into yeah. it and yeah. everything. And uh, I mean, obviously, it's not as good and cheap if you're in Mexico City and and stuff like that. But I think I mean they they brought the authenticity into Montreal on. Costs and deliciousness and flavor uh, of it. And I would recommend it. Now, to each you, different story. Because you're like at least 20 minutes out. Or 15, yeah, 15 to 20 minutes out compared to me. Yeah. But they delivered me. I've ordered Tripoli from Park X. And I've ordered uh, Marvin's from, from Park X also. What? I usually go to Tripoli, yeah. the one in Park X. I went X, to the Laval. Like, wait, know, wait. Obviously. Oh. Um, I, I've been to the well, I've been to the one in Laval, but the, tra- yes, yes, the Park yes. X one is the talking OG about Greek location. Food. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 I oh, mean, yeah, my, my bad. Greek food once again, real authentic. And we're not talking about Kofax uh, or Kojax, sorry, uh, with uh, souflaki with the F. Kojax <laughs> with the F. Souflaki. Yeah, yeah, all my Greek friends, they want to fight me every time I sing the the, the, the commercial. <laughs> I, for I cannot Jack stand. After, after 
being surrounded by Greeks for 50% of my life. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, same. So, I mean, like... Well, we no went way, to Montreal, right? So There's no way to me uh, Kojak's is authentic. And the minute that's... No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's fast food. And it's, it's not made it's, by it's Greeks. It's the McDonald's of Greek it's, food. It's you not, know what I mean? The, the, the pita bread, uh, Middle Eastern, it's I think. Made by it. And nothing against them. Oh. I love uh, Bustan. Um, really? Hey. Ooh. I'm not a Bustan fan. Like, I don't hate it. Yeah, you know why? For me, it's... The, well, maybe it's Daniel from Johnson. a specific That's location. That's the one I, I, remember, I go like, to. I don't like... And that's right. and that's that's the one that I'm not a big fan of. Into like the chicken, shawarma. the the chicken, uh, the chicken sh- um, shawarma, shawarma is just too sweet. I don't know. Like I, I like at least a couple of years back when I went, they they it, it felt like they put uh, what you call that the like cinnamon or something in it because it was like way too sweet for me. Like I I wasn't a fan. Like it was too bad because like the pieces were really nice. You know, like good good chunks of meat. You know what I mean? They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They're not like. Um, they're not nope. cheap, on in terms of the portions. You know what I mean? Um, but for some reason, I just I, I couldn't get down with with the with, with I guess the, the 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 seasoning of like the chicken or or the, oh, the beef. Like for I've some never. Reason, I, I don't know. The only time I have bad experience yeah. is the fact that I don't get enough potatoes. Um, that or. Uh, ah. Yeah, I'm a garlic potato guy. If I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna guy. go carbs, give me my 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 me damn too. garlic potato. Yeah, uh, but there's a few hidden. <laughs> Don't play like, with me. I do understand that particular location is voodoo sometimes. Um, no, because sometimes like I get <laughs> short change on the potatoes. Sometimes my order does take long. Twice when I order from their website, like my order came in late and like I showed up. 20 minutes later, as they said, like your order is going to be ready and they just received it. I'm like, what, what's going on guys? Um, recently I went for a pickup, like I ordered, I placed it, I went to pick up. And after that, when I came by and they both look at me as like, how did you order? What's your name? And stuff like that. I was like, my order is right there at your counter, buddy. And it's like, you give me my food. Um, it's like yeah, sometimes when, you like, you know, when they, they look lost, it's like, I, I really question it. But the fact that it's, to me, it's like almost crack cocaine, and like, and I don't encourage crack cocaine, obviously. Um, but, but to me, it's <laughs> very good. Now, it's not as good as the OG place downtown. Uh, but for my uh, shawarmas, that's my go-to. I've I've had shawarma at sh- that shawarma place a bit on Kerala Bell. I forgot what it was. Um, Shwarmaz, I think. Shwarmaz. Yeah. Yeah. Shwarmaz. Shwarmaz. Yeah. It's all right. Um, Then again, what do I have to compare with? I have Basha and Amir. Uh, Both both respectable. To me, Amir is low grade. Then I go to Basha. Then we battle it out with shawarmas and Bustan. To me, Bustan typically take the reins out of it. I had very bad shawarma at this new new place that opened last year called uh, Chez Varnes. And, it, and that one is mm, off Chemin Laval, I think. Or Chamonix. 
uh, or something. It's near um, Carrefour, Carrefour Laval. Oh uh, no, it's uh, Centre Laval. Sorry, Centre Laval. So hmm. uh, it's not near Carrefour Laval. It's oh, near okay, uh, okay. Centre Laval. It's a new place. I've been observing it. It's a very small shop and stuff like that. And obviously, I think they had big expectation and stuff like that. But COVID happened, and you know, sorry. But I wanted to give it a chance because apparently it's uh, somebody's friends or something like that. And I ordered from them. It came promptly and everything, but there's no love in the food. The rice was... Bl- the le- Middle Eastern uh. rice needs to be seasoned. Asian rice is plain because you we rely on the sauces and the meat to flavor your rice, right? Whereas Middle Eastern... They always have seasoning. Like there's something about the Middle Eastern uh, rice. There was none of that. It felt almost like Uncle Ben. Then the chicken by itself and the beef and everything, small pieces, dry. Uh, No bueno. And that's not only from me. That's from my nephew and my niece. (laughs) And my, my niece, who's like, I think 16, 17 or something. It's like she just outbursty said, like, this is bad shawarma. How can you mess up shawarma? It's like, how how bad can you be to mess up shawarma? Um, and I feel sorry because the fact that it's probably <laughs> COVID and, you know, you might not get enough foot traffic. So basically, if you put the spit on at a certain time, if you don't, quote unquote, like, add the pro- proper juices, it might dry out. You know, like, you know, you need to, you know, keep on putting the lemon and, and stuff like that. Like, you got to be aware of this stuff. And after that, if you have Uber Eats and stuff like that, and like I like my nephews and niece was convincing me, like, uncle, put two, two stars, two stars, bring it down, bring it up. It's like, you know, it's like COVID. Oh. You don't want to bring their business down and everything. Okay. Four stars yeah. instead of my regular five. I'll put some thumbs down and stuff like that. And it's very, very inconvenient, uh, in my opinion. And and it's kind of true. How can you mess up shawarma? Like I even met, like I even made my own shawarma at home. It's not nice, but the thing is, I know how to marinate my stuff. Uh, you know, it's very disappointing to get, yeah. get bad food. You ever get a bad food where you actually return your stuff? Yeah, well, it happened, it happened to the wife this... Well, I'm not sure you get to return. <laughs> Fast food don't count. Wendy's actually <laughs> got like... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's happened with... Um, oh, geez, what was it? Um, uh, it's still considered like... It wasn't, it wasn't a fast food restaurant, but it was like wings that were ordered. And like, they, it just wasn't... It wasn't, it wasn't cooked well. Uh, fries or that oh. was through Uber Eats and stuff like that, right? And just like, yeah, just um, and I'm not, I'm not one to 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 kind of complain and 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 you know what I mean, like kind of like you, you know, I, I don't want to affect anyone's business, but that that one, I, I legit had to like, you know, take a picture and 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 send it, you know what I mean? And see, like, you know, actually like complaining you know kind of i got reimbursed for mm-hmm. everything like it was not it wasn't edible at all you know what i mean and it, it's unfortunate you know like because I, th- I take food seriously and i hope and i and i hope the people that are preparing it do do as well you know what i mean so 
it's, it's unfortunate when you come across stuff like that because it's not just even – we're not talking about taste or flavor. We're talking about health. If you're, you're, you're giving uncooked chicken, you know what I mean? Like, come on. You, you're, 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 that's the, the worst thing you can do as a, you know, as a restaurant is like, you know, pretty much make your, your patrons I mean, I've had, I've had you know a bad I mean? chicken so, burger that's uncooked. Yeah. Yeah. I've had Ugh, bad steaks before and I've complained. I've had, yeah. Really? Well, what's no, 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 like, no, no, no. like, like spoiled, bad, I guess? Like or? a bad steak. Oh, bad? not doing, yeah, not doing the right steak. cut. Like when I ask for medium like rare, so you don't give me medium like... rare. Like you messed up, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, that I get. I've yeah. had similar experience. Like I think Maggie Oak. Like during one of those uh, event, so obviously Montreal is not short of food events. Obviously, there's uh, Montreal at table, or or th- those like set menu at the old yes. court stuff. Like yeah, I love going to them because the fact that again, food gathers people. So I always round up some people that are willing to go to a certain restaurants. Like hey, I've seen the set menu. You're willing to go? Let yeah, sure. Let's go make reservation. We have a good time. Drop like 40, 50, whatever the the cost price is with drinks and everything. Maggie Oats. I've went one time. It was good. Second time around, it wasn't that great because half the beer menu was off the limits because apparently somebody forgot to refill their beer menu or something. I'm like, really? I can't have beer. And after that, like the dessert was rubbish. Their meal was rubbish. I was so disappointed that I went to Chinatowns for dumplings. I go yeah, to yeah, you go to whatever comfort that's you, reliable right? on Saint Laurent. You they only do one thing: dumplings. I ordered thirty of them. I shared it with my nephew and niece. We're all satisfied after. It only cost me thirty bucks, which was way better than what I paid for. And that's the bottom line. I mean, that's the bottom line. Like, we cook, so we know the value behind it. And it's very unfortunate that for people that don't cook yeah. like our style, like that we look at YouTubers and we try to get like certain gadget in order to make our life easier to cook and everything. It's like, I was like, you have, it's basically the, the, the meme is you have one job to do. Can't you do it right? <laughs> it's like, I understand. It's like, <laughs> yep. you, you're That's supposed it. to be the master of this particular domain. You're a cook, you're a sous chef, you're whatever. Like, I know things could be busy and trust me, right. like, I take that into account because, you know, the service industry, I used to be around it. And it's very unfortunate that, you know, there's a lot of people that would quote unquote badmouth the service industry and stuff like that, and they could be stressful. No, it's not, it's not. It's not easy being there. Like, and I can tell you, like I know, like me, like a lot of people say, man, like they, they love my food. They're like, yo, you should, you know, go into the yeah. restaurant business, blah, blah blah. But I'm like, no, I could never do that because I love food too much to be able to do that. Like, and what I mean by that is I can cook for my friends. I could cook for my family, but in order, but for me to cook at a level, you know, and maintain that same level, you know, day in and day out, like constantly, like I will, I will put too much pressure on myself. I would not be able to do it. I wouldn't love it anymore. We like diversity. You know what I mean? And as you mentioned, you transitioned from the Korean food to, to the Thai food. And we don't know which continent you're going to land on or which country you're going to land on in the future. Um, <laughs> which country? Yeah. Right now, the continent, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Asia <laughs> right now. 
Uh, but like, yeah, country next country. Uh, Vietnam's hard. Maybe maybe Vietnam. Um, me. I know. Trust me, I know. Like I've been I've been with some of my yeah. buddies who who like we went up to chalet for a weekend and they made pho yeah. and like like it's a process, dude. Like it is a freaking process. And I remembered he was so pissed because like we we already made up north. Like he already started it, everything like that. He missed like the key ingredient. He was missing star anise, and like his whole weekend was ruined. We still enjoyed the hell out of it. It was delicious, but yeah, just knowing that you just forget that one crucial step, like it you happens, feel like right? you ruined the whole thing. But yeah, no. But for me, like I think I definitely like um, that's a bit Vietnam harder. It's probably next for me um, on the list. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I like challenges. I I, I don't like it's the satisfaction that you get like after oh, yeah. the fact. You know, I know you. I know you understand this. That's yeah. for sure. Because I've seen the stuff that you make. It's you don't you're not making something that takes like, you know, yeah. 10, 15 minutes to prep and you know what I mean? There's considerable prep time. There's like, you know, even and the my cooking knife, time. You and got, my you knife have to be skill is and, crap. You know what like, I mean? When, when I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't honed my knife oh, yeah? skill properly. I still butcher poorly an onion. Um I have choppers. I have little chop 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 devices uh, when needs to and everything. Um, Those I, I I don't I don't use. Like, I, have, I remember yeah, I used to. I, I have them one from, like, chopper from Stoffrit. I, I use like and maybe, that's still useful for me to like chop parsley, for example, to get it fine grain. Um, get like I use a food processor sometimes, depending on what yeah, I'm making. Like, like to I'll grind use, stuff I'll use and to mix stuff. Processor. Like that's totally understandable. Um, but yeah. there's a lot of but to grind, I have a motor and pestle. Like I actually grind my spices. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I, I enjoy like it. Like about so. room, room space at that point. Ah uh, oh, man, yeah. Whew, you're telling me. <laughs> like I run a kitchen countertop. I have an instant pot. I have like a, like I got the attachment for the I'm instant looking. pot, which turns it into an air fryer. A whole, I just have a whole. I keep on getting stuff, and then you know the wife is. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm like I'm getting to that level where I really want to try that air fryer attachment and everything. But going back to the service industry, and it's like a lot of people don't re- realize, like when you're in the service industry, actually the restaurant industry, the margin is very small. These people that get a lot of uh, th- these people, yeah. these restauranteurs yeah. that are making "quote unquote" successful or whatever you think it's successful because it's high end and stuff like that. Their costs. They've been in the business, and but they've the been in the business to serve a New York steak, for example, New York cut steak or a filet mignon. Let's say, um, fine. The steak itself yeah. might not, you know, a filet mignon is roughly what twenty bucks costs or less, uh, depending on your butcher contact and stuff like that and whatever. But after that, you know, you're paying your employees, you're paying your hostess, you're you're paying your your your. Waiter, waitresses, and you're paying your busboy, you're paying your line chef, and and so forth. That's everything, right? So most of the time, um, it's been said that the food industry's bottom line is roughly between fifteen to twenty percent margin. So yes, your food could be good, like you know, like you know, Gordon Ramsay style good, let's say, and everything, making stuff from scratch, your sauce from scratch with the bare necessity from ingredients and stuff like that. Fine. But 
for you to be successful, you need to reach like a midpoint. Like we're talking about $20, $30 meals proper on average. And you got to sit people in your seats and everything. That's why when I was in Japan, there True. was no rest. I went to one particular restaurant that can sit 50. Most restaurant maximum capacity was 8 to 10 people. Because people don't come there to sit down and chit-chat. It's eat and get out. And what's funny is the fact that I enjoyed my food way better by that concept than what I experienced in Montreal, which is like, you know, when we go out for dinner, it's like two and a half hours of, okay, we sat there. Okay. We ordered drinks and maybe an appetizer, yada, yada, yada. And after that, two and a half hours later, and then maybe three hours and that's it. That's all. In Japan, it would have lasted one hour, and after that, I would have two hours at the arcades, technically. Uh, or watching Dragon Ball figures and wishing <laughs> I had the money to... Or no, not the money. I had the money. I didn't have the suitcase capability to bring it back. Yeah. Which was the problem. The but space. the bottom mm. line is the fact that... and there's I was more appreciative of what I was eating, despite the fact that I had a short time, because capacity-wise. Because you don't want... You already feel... Like bad the fact that you're there and he can only serve maximum eight people, right? So you you want to give the 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 owner of the restaurant yeah. much worse respect and appreciate the food, pay for it, and then after that get get out and move on with your day, and uh, which so that he can make more money for the next customer and and so forth and everything. And and the number one thing that I find yeah with absolutely. with um the East specifically is the fact that a chef is is a respected uh, job over there because the fact that a lot of people, a lot of them that owns restaurants, like the chef itself, like they own everything, like they own the shop. So basically they've mastered the craft over and over and over. Right. Yeah. Uh, so basically it's huge respect. And so that yeah. it's not like the guy, the, the person is a chef and out of nowhere, like he became a accountant. No, the minute that you set your ground into be a chef and and whatever there is, you're you're there for life. And it it might be sad to some people, but it's the way of life over there versus here, right? So basically, the the if they can survive off, yeah. So you're saying Vietnamese food like pho, for example. Well, guess what? Here we also there's a lot of restaurants here survive off pho and other. Uh, um, type of dishes and everything, but it's kind of hard with our type of rent and taxes and everything. But over there, it makes it more viable and everything. But the thing is, at that at, at a certain age, you became a master of whatever you're making, and that's much more respectable uh, of the craft work and 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 everything that's involved and everything. And it's very and thinking back of COVID and everything, uh, it's very it's very inconvenient the fact that it happened and it affected the service industry and the food industry in this way, because a lot of people don't think about it. So the waiters and waitresses are out because of the fact that the owners of these restaurants have to keep a skeleton crew in order to keep surviving. Then after that, the fact that due to certain months of closure, foods got spoiled. So basically we're thinking about the farmlands that couldn't bring the food out and stuff like that. I'm currently very happy that things are back and up and running, right. no matter how, different it is because i did visit one or two restaurants and some of that and i'm yeah. very happy to support them 
on whatever I can. But the thing is, obviously, health and whatever there is. And, you know, it's not easy. You know, and that's why it's kind of hard to give somebody a three, four star. But the thing is, I go back to the meme. You had one one job to do. You can't skimmy that, right? You If your seasoning is off, your stuff is off, your stuff tastes bland, well... Maybe giving you a two star is your is your wake up call of of not of not uh, doing stuff right. But I really think that you know these star ratings, well minus sins rating. I mean, uh, they 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 should after a after a year or two they yeah. should expire and reset and give a new average basically and not a lifetime average. Um, because I find out that a lot of people that like give negative review is because they're out to be spiteful and there's not a lot of people that gives positive review that actually appreciate uh certain restaurants that we hear we have here in montreal and stuff like that so and and, and everything right so basically um you know hopefully like thanks to burger week which is an event that's coming soon um there's gonna be interesting burgers that are gonna come out and hopefully it stays on their menu for more than a week uh, because you know, eating eating more than two burgers during a week makes it heavy. Especially you know, me and you we train uh, and, and everything. And you know, as much as as it is delicious, um, tofu burgers and turkey burgers are a bit too lean for me. And it has flavor, but not as good as a good good fifty fifty meat, in my opinion, uh, for a burger. Yeah, quick question before we, we 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 wrap up or anything like, um, do you watch movies based so, on food? I f- I find it that there's no point behind it, um, because, okay, it's a sad story half the time. The only movie that I actually watched was uh, I Dream About Sushi, by Jinro. Like the, the that is the number one Netflix yeah, one ever. Right. It makes you appreciate sushi ever. The guy is a Michelin star sushi chef in a subway. And he masked... No, no, it's a, a it's a documentary. It's a documentary of, right? of his uh, life. And he has a son and the son... And he's very rigorous and stuff like that. Now, if you're talking about movie, movie, what was the John Favreau movie? Ah, that's... Yes. Exa- you know where I was getting that? Because that's actually... Chef, that was... Uh, one of, that's like actually one of my one of my favorite movies um, because I just love like the visuals behind it uh, and and like that's one of the movies when it came to food it really got me to see food like in a different light and appreciate like cooking in a different light um, when he's w- with that another one was uh, burnt I don't know if you've seen that one but it's really good as well it's with Bradley Cooper um, and and the, the the third one basically is uh it's called the hundred foot journey um all have to do with like you know michelin star you know restaurants like they're they're searching for that perfect you which know which is overrated michelin review blah blah um but which is which is overrated but the movies themselves like they really inspired me to like kind of you know um to, to to just get in the kitchen it, it just the whole art behind food you know, um, that's so that's that's it's just funny. It just crossed my mind. But I really love Chef. That's like my See, I prefer documentaries favorite, and competitions for food say. because it's a 
it's about the food, like mm. right. So basically, I like I, I love chop, chop USA, chop Canada, and makes I makes like a chef, yeah, go WTF? What is this? And what can I make good out of it in the appropriate time, right? So I appreciate that, um, because it brings competition. It gives you creativeness, and it gives a bit of validation to your job title, right? So basically, if I've seen all what it is to be a chef, like, you know, knife skills, knowing the taste and stuff like that. Oh, if you talk about movies about food, Ratatouille is my, my go-to. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, it takes a lot of mastercraft to actually perfect, like, you know, the fact that we do meal prep, we cook, we know the the sweat and, you know, stuff like that. And it makes a difference. And, I'm I'm following instructions, right? I can't even imagine people that decide to experiment, that knows how to blend certain foods to off balance each other and stuff like that. That's where I find. Oh, I learned that because I had to. Because I think, like for me, I kind of told you, like for the most part, I I follow recipes when I don't really know, mm-hmm. right? Like if I'm making it for the first time. But I'm also someone who's kind of very like. Uh, I'm very like what can I say like mm-hmm. experimental when it comes to to flavors, um, and especially sometimes when I know okay I'm making something and you know you're gonna mess up right, and I'm like oh shit I kind of offset like I'm I, I added too much of this how can I balance that you know what I mean and try and that's when I learned to kind of like play with different and different herbs um, and seasoning and like especially with herbs like I realized oh man I don't really need as much salt as as you as as you would typically use because I try to cut down on salt um, if I'm using the right amount of herbs as well right so there's a lot of different specific herbs that you can use to kind of offset you know like utilizing salt or whatever ingredients that you know could be deemed a little bit more harmful but they'll add like the flavors that you're looking for so I, I, I like to I like to I like to kind of get off the, the yeah get off track. Um, well, because of the fact that I follow a keto diet and not everybody has successfully managed to experiment properly with like the proper ratio with coconut flour, almond flour, and stuff like that. And I like yeah. to give people taste of my food because the fact that, you know, people think that keto is all about fat and everything and there's no flavor and that's wrong and everything. So I like to present a lot of different type of baking and, and meals to people that want to live in low carb, low carb diet. But the thing is in order, like and that. I'm sort of like with you with the experimental part, which is like, okay, there is a low carb meal that I want to try. But the thing is it's not low carb enough because they use inexpensive ingredients because everybody and their, and their world uh, are, has been drying up almond flour, but almond flour is super super expensive but the alternative is to have coconut flour which is also gluten-free which is cheaper however um coconut flour is much more liquid absorbent so basically you need to watch out you you need to double your liquid in order to utilize coconut flour and there's those type of experimentation that i do um but like i wouldn't do the fusion part like uh like Oh, yeah, no, you yeah. gotta master. So you gotta why, master like, it I first. Appreciate, before you like, that's start why, like, so we're going back you. to movies and everything. So, I mean, it's ratatouille, um, and I, I'm aware about Chef and because of John Favreau and stuff like that. But I am more into documentaries, uh, competition shows like the Hot Ones, 
uh, Chop Canada. I'm not into the Master Chefs and everything because I think uh, Gordon Ramsay is a bit over the top. Uh, Hell's, Hell's Kitchen, same thing. I'm not into it. Yeah, me too. Hell's Kitchen in Las Vegas, wonderful, wonderful place. Worth my hundred bucks US, guaranteed. Number one place if you ever visit. I went to I went to, I went to Wolfgang Puck's uh, restaurant, Cut. In, in okay. Vegas and uh, like his steakhouse, actually, that was. I think if you go back to Vegas and it. you go to um, um, Hell's Kitchen and you try to remember what you had for Wolfga- uh, Wolfgang, you, I think you're gonna favor Hell's Kitchen a bit more. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, hmm. but the thing okay. is, to me, I've been there twice: one for lunch, one for dinner. Both super, super good experience itself. Uh, you know, server explanation, um, food, obviously food itself. Like it was well worth the money that I paid for slash exchange rate, blah, blah, blah. Um, and everything to me, it's, it's a very good worth it. If you have the money for it, obviously there's other very good food. I'm thinking of Shake Shack and everything when I'm out there. Um, excellent. Also, uh, hash house of the go-go and everything. Um, you know, we can always talk about American food at another time, but obviously, um, yeah, because I think we have like American food to cover. Uh, you know, we didn't really get into like you know like a lot of different like cultures and 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 of course within like the Caribbean of course, of course. culture. There's so much different type of food that we gotta get. So yeah, we, of course, we obviously, this podcast is about, about different events and geek stuff. But the so, thing is, you know, you know. Montreal, Montreal life and, and everything and like hey give uh, food and it has to revolve around food too because food as I mentioned gathers people we feel very satisfied we learn a lot of stuff behind it and obviously we, just like you mentioned in you asked like food wow. food movies do exist um and there's also obviously food network TV yeah but you're 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 I mean you'd consider yourself a geek I consider myself a I geek do. and you know we we love food. You know, at the end of the day, and like, if we're even gonna get down to it, like, we're even talking about like mukbangs and everything like that. Like, there's a huge, you know, what I mean, let's 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 it be honest with ourselves. It's you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I prefer it's a thing. competition. You know, I prefer not, not my thing yeah. either. Mukbang, I prefer food tomorrow. Like, it's That's not my thing, like those, but it uh, exists out there. You know, man versus food. How much can you eat and stuff like that? That's that's yeah, that's the stuff course. that I find entertaining and everything, especially the the different type of people that can actually do it and everything. So we end with that. So wait, we end with true. You gonna be doing uh, Burger Week? Uh yo, oh, if you uh, dude, give me a call if you're going to any of these places. Okay. So that that makes sure Sounds that good. I actually, and I'll do talk to you next time. Week. But yeah, let's do it. All right, brother. And boom, you have reached the end of the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. Thank you very much. Now, if you be so kind, you can follow me on Instagram at, at shotbygl, on Twitter at shotbygl514. And also, do not forget to visit any of the links that I've put on the show notes in terms of mentions or from my guests itself. And I will see you next time. Mm-hmm.